What is up, everybody? This is the Wild Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Heskett, and this is episode 109, and we got another Coffee Talk Friday today. I apologize for last week's episode. I think in addition to be me being sick last week, um, I also recorded on the wrong microphone. So the sound quality is absolute trash. Um, anyways, this week hopefully is much better. Um, my wife is working from home because our daughter, our youngest daughter is uh, sick. So if you hear any thumping in the background, that is why. Though the mic's pretty good about filtering that out. But as always, these episodes are unfiltered. And next week, I don't know if there'll be another long episode. It might just be another Coffee Talk Friday because Christmas. And that's on Monday. So uh, I don't know. I, I might record a longer one. I might not. It depends. We're, we're getting a bunch of stuff ready. We have family who's sick. Who might, there, there's so much up in the air right now with our planning, uh, which kind of gets into today's topic with like dealing with setbacks. So obviously last week I recorded an episode and I was sick. So obvious setback. We have clients who are sick or dealing with sickness and it, it's all about pulling back. But things pop up. So... When we set a plan, I'm doing this right now, if you're listening and you're new and you're thinking about getting started, maybe you've fallen off track, you've been listening for a while and you're like, I need to get started again. Or maybe you just have a new goal of something you want to do. Maybe it's like, I've been training, I've been doing something and I really need to go into that next phase or I need to commit to something. But you're setting plans. You're you're creating plans that have no room for error. And that's always a problem. And we, I don't know why we as humans tend to do this when it comes to our like health and fitness. Because when it's like work, it'll be like, okay, this project's due. How long is it going to take? Okay, cool. And if something pops up, it's like, okay, we need to figure out, can we get someone else to help? But when it comes to our fitness, like if something comes up, somebody else can't work out for you. Like you're not going to get the results from someone else working out. That's not a thing. So you have to create a plan where you incorporate setbacks. If you start on January 1st, I, I'm starting my fat loss phase right around that time. I'm going to build in contingency. I hope to just kind of go 12 weeks, eight to 12 weeks straight through not really need to deal with anything, but at the same time, last year, actually this year we already have a contingency because uh, we're planning on visiting my brother in South Carolina at some point in the spring. So automatically, like there's a time where I'm probably going to not be 100% on track. Um, also, we generally get sick. Now, I just got over being sick, but who knows? Last year, I caught COVID. Who knows what's going to be in store for this year? Usually, January and February, you know, height of cold and flu season. Everyone's just finished up the holidays, and all the family was together, and then everyone disperses. Then kids go back to school. Everyone comes back together again, and disease spreads like wildfire. So you have to build those in because otherwise it's like, oh, setback, setback. Speed bumps are normal. The thing is, it's a speed bump, but don't treat it like it's a fucking mountain. Like, don't go into it like, oh my God, I'm going to totally lose all my results. Like, yes, if you worked out yesterday and you're sick today, yeah, you, you're going to 
lose your results. Like yesterday was day one and day two got the flu. Yeah, but you didn't really build up anything either. So you're just still starting from square one. You cannot lose all of your hard work in one week of bad eating. If you are sick, you're not going to lose all your results. If something pops up, you're not going to, as long as you don't do anything dumb. And what I mean by that is you're like, oh, well, I had this cookie, so I might as well just go on this complete binger for the next 14 days while traveling for work. Like, dumb. Like, I think we can all be in agreement that that's not smart. That's a dumb thing to do. But one night of, oh, we went to Insomniac Cookies. I had a little too much. Okay, that happens. Speed bump. All right, let's move on. Figure out what to do next. Every single speed bump, every curve, every every curveball, I should say, everything along your journey is going to be a teaching moment. And we hate it. But a lot of times people don't want to use their brains. I have the, you know, people don't want to problem solve. You have to problem solve because the, if you are doing anything and you're trying to become a better version of you, generally deep down inside of you, if you want to lose weight, you want to get stronger, you want to do anything. It is coming from a place where you want to improve yourself. When I started lifting years ago, it was because I wanted to quote unquote, get girls. Really, it was I wanted to build up confidence in myself so that I could actually like talk like a normal person and not be totally weird. I'm still weird, but I wanted to build confidence. It comes from bettering myself. I want to lose weight now because, one, I feel better, my joints feel better, and I'll actually fit into the clothes, which I have quite a bit of expensive clothing upstairs in my closet that I no longer fit into at this weight. So it's like... But it comes from bettering myself. Like, I need to better myself. I need to do this. It's going to suck. And doing hard things proves to yourself that you can do it. You didn't die. You actually accomplished something that was very difficult. And that helps build confidence in yourself. It helps turn you into a better version of you. That you, like 2.0 that I've talked about before. But. During the whole process, you're going to be dealing with setbacks and problem solving. And this will help you with other areas of your life where you have to problem solve, where things don't go always according to plan. You're driving and you're in an area with no GPS and you have to figure out how to get to a spot when you might not have a map. You have to problem solve it. So an example of that would be when my wife and I did our, our mini, we never actually had a true honeymoon. It's something we talked about the other night. Um, we did a mini honeymoon to the Catskills and on the drive up, we got torrential downpour. The, the type of downpour where it's flash flooding and you can't, like in your car, you can't see more than like 15 feet in front of you and there's no GPS I didn't do like the offline maps, dumb of me, didn't do the offline maps in Google Maps. So we had the address and we kind of had like a rough idea where to go. Um, I think uh, we had Google Maps up. It just like wasn't show, like wasn't really updating the the map. Um, So you couldn't really see much, but we could open up the, um, uh, whatchamacallit, 
the where they show all the directions like in x amount of distance turn here like that that screen like the old map quest used to be so we had to go with that and drive slowly and figure out the signs and figure that out in an area we've literally never been in and we we did just fine and then the rain passed and we were able to see everything and then we actually got signal and we were we were fine um but it's probably like okay what do you do we were in a road where well if we stay here someone might come up behind us and hit us so we have to keep moving we can't pull off because there's no place to pull off so it's mountain to our right and it was stream to our left i'm like this is flash flood like we need to get moving because we're at the bottom here that's a floodplain to our left but still it's like uh this could become really bad really quick so we have to keep moving so you have to problem solve and figure that out and that's obviously a, a shitty situation to be in but you have to be able to deal with these things and a lot of people don't they they go on a work trip come back they see that they're five pounds up and they give up like what you go on vacation you come back and you're like oh i'm up 10 pounds i'm a failure i'm done uh, it's not even worth it it's like it's 90% water weight. Like it'll come off within a week if you didn't weigh yourself, which you knew you shouldn't, but you went and did it anyways. And you know, in the back of your mind is not actually body fat, but you tell yourself it is just to give up. And this comes from a place of self-sabotage of feeling like you don't deserve it, feeling like you're incapable or why bother, or it's going against what your current identity is, which if your current identity is you're a fat, lazy person, then doing anything that goes against that identity you have for yourself is going to destroy you. It's going to stop your results. You're going to do something, go up and be like, oh, scale's up five pounds. See, I'm always going to be just fat and lazy. Oh, I skipped a workout. It's just because I'm I'm lazy. Lazy people don't work out. Then while it sounds a little silly to say it out loud, this is literally what's going on in your brain. It is the justification. So you have to stop saying that. And that's you know why setbacks can be very detrimental. They're normal though. So we have to figure out a plan where you incorporate setbacks. So uh, my diet, I'm going to plan out maximum is about 16 weeks, but it's probably, you know, my goal is to be done within 12, but I might go as long as 16. There's no, okay, I need to be done by, or when I plan out, I've had a few clients where I've been getting them ready for weddings. We plan that out almost a year in advance. We plan contingency and everything. Cause here's the thing. If you get done early, you get to just coast. It's, it's awesome. But if you wait till the last minute to take on anything, you better hope nothing pops up. You better hope there's no last minute work trip. Somebody doesn't get sick. There's no accidents. You don't get hurt in the gym and have to take time off. These are all real things. Like outside of like real life, like getting an injury in the gym, that's, if you work out long enough, something's going to happen. Now, I hope it's minor, but I've pinched my fingers between weight plates drop plates on my toes, things like that. But tendonitis, you're going really hard. You're ignoring your recovery. You're like, I'm seeing amazing results. And then all of a sudden, shoulder, elbow, knee, tendonitis pops up. All of a sudden, you start getting sciatic pain, hip pain, low back pain, low back injury because you're pushing deadlifts too hard or your form got sloppy. Um, 
all these things can pop up. And if you work out long enough, like you're going to have to deal with something. And I hope it's just minor and nothing major, but things pop up. You're going to have to deal with that. So you need to have a plan where it's not like, okay, as long as everything goes perfectly, things will go my way. Like, well, let's just throw the X factor in there because real life has that X factor and things won't go perfectly. So just expect setbacks, expect speed bumps. Don't expect it's going to be perfect and smooth sailing. Cause if you go long enough, it's not like, think about we're at the end of 2023. So let's think about the entire year. Like it, it went fast. If you don't believe how fast, think about how quickly for, we forgot about the submarine thing that, that, that was 2023 guys. 2023, we had the this, this submarine that imploded. Like, I totally forgot about that until someone pointed that out. I was like, holy shit, that was this year. Things went really quick. I forget that at the beginning of this year, we went on a cruise. I was like, wait, in February, we did that. Like, whoa, that feels like that was two years ago. Nope, that was this year. There's going to be a multitude of things happening. There's no perfect time, especially if you expand that time horizon do anything longer than a few weeks, like two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, that might be perfect. Expand it anything longer than that, especially if you're having responsibilities in your life. Like if you have kids, you have a pet and the dog gets sick, the cat gets sick, they get an injury playing ball, something happens. So like my parents' dog tore her ACL, like just running around and just tore her ACL. Like things like that happen. And then you have to deal with that. That's all setback. You're, are you going to take the dog to the vet or are you going to work out? Like time has to be given somewhere or are you going to use PTO? Well, then you have one less PTO day. You have to figure that out with work. So all these things add up. Deal, you have to plan for setbacks and then also learn that it's just normal. Normal part of life. Your fitness and your nutrition Everything else that goes with a healthy lifestyle has to fit within your normal lifestyle. If you expect to make sourdough and do all these other things with making everything homemade and fermenting and doing all these different things, and you work 15 hours a day, six days a week, it's not going to happen. Plus workout, plus get your steps in, plus do, like it's not going to happen. And I use that example because some people will look at that like, well, if I have to do all that, then I'm not even going to try. Like, no, let's backtrack a little bit. So you work 15 hours a day. All right. So can we get a workout in? Okay. A few times a week. Okay, great. We can do that or we can get steps in. Cool. What can we do with the diet? Well, we can buy frozen veggies. We can do this with meat. We can do, is it the quote unquote perfect diet where everything is homemade. No, but it also doesn't need to be. And that's the reality you need to live in. Like figure out your current situation and make the plan work for your current situation. And those situations might change over time. The way I worked out, the way I eat before kids is different than when we had one kid, which is different now than we have two kids. My wife's work schedule changed. She used to work evenings. So she would work from 3 to 11. So she'd leave around like 2.15 to get to work on time, have a little time to get ready and do all that stuff. And then she'd be home around 11.30. Okay. So that would give, you know, 
I had the entire evening, but I had the morning. She would watch the girls in the morning and do all the morning stuff. And then in the evening, I would watch them and then I would work in the evening. And we did this for years because that was her schedule. Then she did day shifts. That was, you know, seven to three. So she was going in earlier, but then also getting off a little early. Now she's eight to four. So her work schedule's changed over time. Now she goes in a little bit later, but also gets home later. And she also has to pick the girls up a couple times a week. And mother-in-law doesn't know if I drop the girls off, mother-in-law drops the girls back. Or if the mother, our mother-in-law come, my mother-in-law, not our, my mother-in-law comes and picks them up. My wife picks them up after work because it's kind of along the way, but it's during rush hour. So it takes her a while to get home. So sometimes, even though she's technically off at four, which she's rarely ever off on time. She sometimes walks in the door like 5.15, 5.30. And work is like 12 minutes away. So it, with rush hour traffic, it sometimes takes her a full hour to actually get home. So just with that, all these things have changed. Like the way we do meals. My wife used to help out a couple times a week with cooking. If I had my wife cook... She sometimes, if she doesn't get home till 5.30, that's walking in the door, not like starting dinner. Have to get both girls settled, have to drop the bags. She might have to use the bathroom. She might need to change. And then it's like, okay, maybe 5.45, 5.50, she starts dinner. Well, dinner needs to be done by 6.30, 6.40 at the latest, or my oldest gets angry. So I've just taken it, it's just easier for me to end work at five, start dinner five to 5.30, somewhere in that time. My wife walks through the door and it's already started. She doesn't have to deal with it. But that wasn't always the case. So again, the point being is things are gonna change over time and you have to adjust your schedule and expectations and everything else to go along with that. You can't be like, well, I, I love working out at X time. I get that, I do too. It's not always realistic forever and ever. And that doesn't mean in the future it won't come back, but you have to use the cards that you're dealt with. Like, okay, well, I love working out at 3 p.m. Great. You currently work at 3 p.m., so you're not working out at that time. But a lot of people will be like, well, if I can't do, and we've seen this, I can't do the time exact time I want to work out that I'm not going to do it at all. We had a client years ago when I was, uh, actually, this was 2020. Um, so we were trying to figure out, we were doing the whole online thing with different times and the gym was going to open up and a lot of people weren't quite ready to come back to the gym, which was fine. But it's like, okay, we're not, we, we can't have coaches doing the online plus in-person coaching. Like it's just not feasible with the, the size of the staff. You can't have the staff member in the gym because the people online wouldn't hear it, especially during the busy times. So she, we had online still going during the slower times um, in the gym where we could like have a room to ourselves and coach that and they would actually hear us or we coach it. We knew coaches would be home and they could do it from home. But we had this one client where we had to get rid of our 5.30 p.m. online time, which was prime time in the gym. Like every single training area used up busiest time in the gym. We had to get rid of that. And she was pissed. And it was, well, we still had a slower time was our 6.30. So we were still doing a 6.30 online at that time. Nope, that's too late. I'm not doing it. So instead of adjusting her time frame, 
she just stopped altogether. I, I have no idea where what this person's doing now. I don't know if she went to another gym, but it was one of those things like we're in person training. Like we're in person, we're not online training studio. We're an in person training studio, and this was like well known. Like we didn't just like okay. Um, tomorrow this canceled. It's usually like, hey, on these dates in the future, these are, things are going away. And it might be like a week in advance. Like it wasn't, we were moving so, a small business moving quick as regulations and everything like were coming again. You have to put yourself back in that time. Like there's so many unknowns and the government would randomly change things like, okay, uh, starting tomorrow, in-person training allowed. Like literally we had uh, during that winter, I know we're way over time now, but random fact, during the winter, the, um, was that, yeah, that was, uh, tw- was 2020 or 2021 at that time, but uh, in Pennsylvania, Gover- Governor Wolf shut down in-person training facility again. Uh, so you were in the middle of winter, so you weren't allowed to work out in the gym, so we set everything up with... Uh, Outside, we had a huge garage door, so we opened that up. Um, I coached a Saturday class. I remember driving into work, seeing the the temperature was eight. We had a full class that day. I was covered head to toe with you know, boots. Like I'm, I'm coaching classes with like full on gloves, boots, hat, everything else. It's freezing. Uh, we had these uh, like kerosene heaters going. Probably not the healthiest thing to breathe in, but people wanted to train, and it, you know they wanted to get out of their house. It was a way for them to also like interact socially. It was like ooh, dealing with the the cars, and some people just refused. It's like okay, that's fine. Uh, equipment, obviously, all of this metal. It's eight degrees, <laughs> so it's like people were like deadlifting in gloves and everything. It, it was. It was a wild time for like two weeks that happened. And we're like, you know what? We're we're not closing. We're not going back to that online stuff that people didn't want to do anyways. And I don't think we still had online classes, but we didn't change. We didn't add anymore. We just kept the ones we already had. And then it was like, okay, um, we're, we're coaching outside. And I think we were able to do like, we snuck it. I think we snuck a few like one-on-one coaching. Like it would be one client per room. There were three giant rooms in the gym, so it was one one-on-one client per room for coaching, and we would we would do that. But everyone else was outside. It, it was just a wild time. Athlete coaching, like we would have like like twenty, thirty people sometimes all outside, like trying to figure out how to do it. Like it was wild, but it was dealing with the cards that were handed to you, so we adjusted. And the same thing. Again, that's the lesson for today. You, you have to figure out that with yourself, with life. Sometimes things happen unexpectedly and you have to make an adjustment. It's not just giving up. Like it's not just like, oh, well, no, it figure it out. If it's important to you, you will figure it out. If improving your health, I don't want to say weight loss because weight loss a lot of times is superficial. It's something that everyone believes that they can just do in the future. But it's, if your health is important to you, you will figure out a way to make it work and it might not be perfect but it's not just full-on giving up oh I'll, I'll just you know work on my cardiovascular fitness after the doctor told me i have like i'm heading towards a heart attack in the future like no 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 like if it's important to you to figure out you will figure it out and that's what i found with the most successful 
clients, the people actually go in and commit, everything's figure outable. But if you go in and like, I'm either all in or all out that all or nothing, you're not going to be successful. You'll get a little bit of success and then you fall off and a little bit and you're always stuck in that perpetual cycle of lose weight, gain it all back, lose weight, gain it all back, which isn't healthy. The people who have success are not having perfect programs. They just figure out along the way what they can do. During certain times, it might look like everything's perfect for them, but that's because they've done a whole bunch of work that you haven't seen to make it work for them. And they'll figure out what they can do, how to adjust their schedule, how to adjust their eating to make things work. It's not easy, but it is doable. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. As always, make sure to check out the links down below. We do have a freebie guide. So if you're like, okay, Chris, I'm ready. There's a free guide down below, which will send you a, a training program, how, uh, how to set up your nutrition and a mindset guide, which again, today's podcast is all about mindset. So um, it, it was a little bit of nutrition, fitness stuff wrapped all into mindset. So that's all down below. You can get that for free. That'll be emailed right to you. And if you could take a moment, give the show a quick rating, five stars if you loved it, and write a review as I do go through weekly or sometimes bi-weekly and look at all those to see what you guys like. Because ultimately, I'm doing this for you, the listener. I can, if I want to talk to myself, I can do this and not have a podcast. I don't have to have one. But anyways, that's going to be there. If you need any supplements, there's going to be links down for Levels Protein, which is the protein I use, and Seeking Health Supplements down below, which is also the multivitamin, fish oil, and other supplements that I use most of the time, vitamin D, etc. So if you're ready to really commit and you need supplements, I would recommend going down below and clicking that link.